Hey folks, Machine Repeat here. Thank you so much for joining us on episode number 21 of our Machine Repeat podcast. I hope the uh, as we push along towards three months under the uh, COVID-19 pandemic here, I hope you're doing well. Um, you've been able to get your fields planted and everything is uh, going smooth in your corner of the world. Now today on our episode, I think we got a fun show you're going to enjoy. Um, we're going to talk social media. And I a guest I've been meaning to interview for a long time, uh, one of the most unique voices in the ag Twitter world, uh, Andy Pastor, a farmer from up in Ontario, Canada. Uh, you might know him under the hashtag of AndyClean. Um, I've been sort of teasing Andy and cheering him on for years. The amazing pictures he posts on Twitter when he cleans up his uh, line of farm machinery, just incredible pictures. And I've always thought there's uh, tremendous business applications you can learn from Andy and how he's caring for his machinery because I've got 30 years tracking auction prices when, you know, that piece of equipment is in good condition and looks good. Uh, I mean, we're talking dollar bills, big dollar bills. Um, so that part's always interested me why Andy um, has such a passion for uh, his keeping his machinery clean. So uh, stay tuned for that. Now, on the topic of social media, for me, this has been a, a fun journey. Uh, you know, we have so many followers on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter. I don't know if I mentioned that. But, uh, yeah, just to give you a little background, <clears throat> um, I started in 2009, uh, coming up right on 11 years ago. Um, it's sort of hard to remember a world before social media. But there definitely was. Sometimes I wish we could snap our fingers and go back. Uh, life was a little slower, I think, a little simpler. But um, there's obviously a lot of bad stuff with social media. I think it's sort of worked in one way to divide us as people, which is a bummer. But that's balanced by the definite good and the information uh, we learn and uh, to help us be better, whether it's in our farm operation or just on the fun side. Uh, we all need a smile these days. And again, back in 2009, I remember distinctly, it was March 6th of 09. I went down to cover the famous auction in Hamilton, Illinois, Sullivan Auctioneers did for uh, a fellow who'd passed away, local farmer in his 80s. And I'm sure you all remember the story. It's the dude that had three 4440s, 1982 models. When they found oil on his land, he negotiated with the, with the oil company to get him to buy this line of equipment. And... He basically didn't use them, and he had the 182 model 4440 with 47 hours on it. So when he passed and they had this auction March 6th of 09, I had blogged about it, and the blog just got incredible response. Um, obviously, a lot of people thought it was a bunch of hooey that there could be a 4440 out there with 47 hours, but it was legit. And we went down to film it, um, and it's still the largest auction or crowd I've ever seen at a farm auction. I think there were like 3,500 people there. It was unbelievable. And I got down there the day before the sale, but <clears throat> for two days, I was I just talked to people all day, and they came from all over the country. And I distinctly remember hopping in, um, you know, the ride home to Rochester, which is like just under five hours. And the ride home, my brother-in-law, Lee Bierk, was with me taking some pictures down at the auction and it felt to me like the ride home took like 15 minutes because I tell people and the way I describe it is my head was on fire 
just the ideas and the stories that people shared. So in 2009, I mean, that was 20 years into my business, building the machine repeat business. And we were just at the early stages of going out to really start to engage with people. So at that point, you know, a lot of us, we'd been friends for 10, 15, 20 years, maybe never met. So I just knew that drive home, I have to figure out a way to to put out more content. And frankly, I didn't have time. But I, then again, I knew for our purposes of our machine repeat business, I didn't have time not to do this. So our two daughters, Megan and Josie at the time, were a senior and a sophomore in high school. And Megan was 18 years old. Before she went away to college in the fall of 09, I had her help me set up our Machine Repeat YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter. And a lot of times, you know, we really need to lean on our young people. Uh, they're just, they grew up with computers and cell phones. And nowadays, I mean, young people grew up with social media. But so Megan and Josie really helped me. And I just set sail. And I remember the first couple years, I, I remember the first YouTube video I posted was on July 31st of 2009. And I just stood, I stood by a garage and I talked about uh, prices on John Deere 9510 combines. We'd just seen a couple sold and I was just touching on trends. I posted the video and, you know, the YouTube audience at the time, Facebook, Twitter, was was teeny. But I, I knew it would grow, so I just I didn't worry the, about the fact that I only got three likes or four likes or whatever. I just kept posting. And it was work I was doing anyway. I'm covering all these auctions. I would just take interesting little tidbits and put them out there. And as it's grown over the decades, it's been so much fun. So I, I first of all, just need to say a huge thank you to you all for following along. I hope the information that I post, the mixture of content, the trends, the sale prices, uh, mixed in with stories of people in the egg world has been enjoyable and helpful for you. And again, a, just a heartfelt thank you for following along. Now on the on the YouTube side, again, I got a look in that first video coming up on just about 11 years ago. I think now we've posted over 1,600 machine repeat YouTube videos. And I, boy, I got looking at some of these stats. They're just crazy. But uh, I think over those 11, almost 11 years now, I think we're at 23.3 million views. And if you took all the minutes watched over the 11 years, it's 102 million minutes watched, which I'm a math guy. I love numbers. So if you take one day, it's 24 hours in a day, 60 minutes in an hour, that's 1,440 minutes in a day. That's one day. So if you divide that into 102 million minutes watched, that comes out to 70,900 days. That's the equivalent of time Machine Repeat YouTube videos have been watched. Now, if you had an assignment and you gave that to one guy and you said, hey, Bob, you gotta, you, know, you sit and watch for 70,900 days straight. 20, you just watch Machine Repeat YouTube videos. That would take 194 plus years for poor Bob to get through those videos. But again, it's been so much fun. And the variety... Again, it's been fun to go out to auctions, post those videos. Uh, but then again, things like I just posted this morning. Uh, it's Wednesday, May 27th, as I'm recording this intro for the podcast. But uh, a young fella, his name was uh, Jay Halverson from over near Hanscom, Minnesota. On Monday, so two days ago, 
in the evening sent me a message on Facebook and he said, hey Pete, uh, here's a little video clip. And he said, my grandpa, who's Herb Halverson, passed away last night. And Herb was 87 years old. And what Jay sent me was a little video clip. It was like 10 seconds long. And he said, Pete, my grandpa Herb, this was a new tractor his dad bought. It was a Minneapolis Moline ZB. Hadn't been running for years. So, you know, now with we can't really do funerals now. So, you know, we have to say, you know, service coming later. Uh, but we find new ways to grieve and mourn and honor those that we love and have just lost. So Jay and his family there, they took this Minneapolis Moline ZB that hadn't been running for years, and they got it running. Jay sent me the little clip, and he said, we did it so that Grandpa and Great Grandpa could smile down on us and take care of us. And it just, you know, for someone to share that with me, I was just, you know, it kind of stops me in my tracks, and it's just an honor to share that video out on YouTube. And again, uh, the mixture of the auction prices and stories with people or some of the videos you guys might remember, like Jerry Custer in Galva, Illinois, the famous international collector guy. Uh, literally every day I get notes from people watching that video, and I think I posted it like, I don't know, four years ago, but like an hour-long walkthrough of his collection, or the same on the green side with Tom Renner down in, uh, what is it, Bell, Belleville, Illinois, down by St. Louis there, his John Deere collection, another hour-long video, same deal, I get notes every day. So again, thank you so much for watching the videos, folks. Facebook has been really fun. Um, I think we're like 143,000 followers there, and appreciate all your your uh, your folks paying attention all these years and following along. Twitter is the one that really fascinates me, and I, I honestly spend most of my time these days on Twitter. Now, Twitter does have its knocks. I mean, Twitter wars and, and arguments and all that crap. I really don't care about that stuff. I, that's not why I use Twitter. The ag Twitter world, the ag Twitter community is a very powerful, expanding, vibrant voice. And that I love being plugged into. And if you're out there listening and you're not on Twitter and you, you think, ah, Twitter's a bunch of hooey, I would recommend maybe giving it a chance um, just for the information. And frankly, like our guest today, Andy Pastor, again, the farmer from Ontario, you follow someone like Andy, you're going to learn something and you're going to smile every day. And that, again, that's why I love Twitter. So before we hop into that conversation, I just need to quick uh, let you folks know, if you haven't seen, we have a big event that is uh, finishing on Sunday, May 31st, end of the month, our Machinery Pete uh, Spring Price Slasher Sale. Try saying that fast five times in a row which I have done for TV promos and goofed them up and keep re-recording. But anyway, the our Machine Repeat Spring Price Slasher Sale. Uh, we're working with our dealer partners all over the country, I think 50 of them. Uh, you know, they just have some inventory they want to move, and they're offering some really aggressive price specials. Some, you know, 25, 30, upwards of 40% off on these items. And I think we got just pushing 500 items. So just go to machinerypeat.com slash sale. You'll, also, you'll see a promo on the website. Just click it, and whatever you're looking for, uh, you know, a pretty good chance of finding a deal there. I know we got a, over 120 tractors for sale and 156 combines and heads if you're, if you're needing the harvest equipment <clears throat> coming up this fall. So, again, check that out. 
machinerypeat.com slash sale. But now let's get to my conversation with my Twitter friend, Andy Pastor, hashtag Andy Clean. Are you looking for more speed and efficiency for your harvest? The Demco 22 Series grain carts were designed to help you reach the next level of harvest efficiency. With a 22-inch unload auger, mechanically driven floor auger without belts and pulleys, and forward-reaching auger, the Demco 22 Series grain carts will perform in your fields. The unload auger also has height adjustment. Available in sizes of 1,100, 1,300, 1,700, and 2,200 bushels. Visit demco-products.com. Hey, folks, I want to welcome in our guest this week on our podcast, Andy Pasture from up in uh, Ontario. Andy, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, Greg. I've been a, been a long-time fan. I watch your show all the time. Well, appreciate that, Andy. And i got to tell you, uh, on social media, uh, you're number one, buddy. Your, your Twitter feed uh, is unbelievable. Um, how long did you uh, did you start on Twitter? How far back does that go for you? Oh, probably a little over eight years, I'm guessing. Actually, I can remember when I started because my wife originally had Twitter, and I think it was January, and uh, I just got a new smartphone. I think I had a BlackBerry at the time, and my wife okay. said, you should go on Twitter. I was like, and that was the time when it was just celebrities and stuff. And I was like, why would I want to go on Twitter and just <laughs> do what they're doing? But anyways, I ended up joining it, and then, you know, you end up going to some farm meetings, and guys are saying, oh, you should follow me on Twitter, so that's kind of how it all started. And you, now folks, I'm sure you you all know this if you follow me, you're out on Twitter, but this is is Andy Clean, hashtag Andy Clean we're talking to here. Uh, (laughs) Andy, you're up over, what, 18,000 followers on Twitter now, I think? Yeah, yeah, something like that, I think. And what is your, now, just everyone who's listening to this podcast, if you don't follow Andy, stop what you're doing right now or at the end of the podcast, go to Twitter and follow Andy. You just type in hashtag Andy clean and you'll pop up. What is your handle out there again, Andy? Uh, it's apastor82. And you, Andy Pastor was originally taken, so I had to put that one down. Okay. And you There's can, actually, he's, uh, apparently he's some kind of, uh, oh, he writes stuff about aviation for I don't know, I think it's the New York Times or something like that. So the odd time I'll get people asking me, you know, <laughs> questions about aviation. I'm like, I think you got the wrong guy. Well, I'm sure if they were talking about how to keep your airplane clean and spiffy, you you could handle that for them. But uh, oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> I've never watched an airplane, so <laughs> well, <let's, laughs> but it can't be that hard, right? <laughs> I think you could handle it, buddy. Let's probably uh, easier than a combine. Yeah, there you go. Let's get some background here, Andy. Now, tell tell us about your farm up there in Ontario. Where, first of all, where are you located? Okay, well, our farm is located about a half an hour south of Tilsenburg. Um, yeah, we're located right on the shores of Lake Erie. And uh, what we do, we farm a little over 2,000 acres of corn and beans with some custom work there. And then uh, also farm... A little bit of acres of vegetables and cucumber, or vegetables, which are cucumbers and jalapeno peppers. Jalapeno peppers. Wow. Yeah. How long have you guys yeah. been growing those? Oh man, oh, at least ten years now, I believe, something like that. How's the market that? for? Uh, is that a growing market? I mean, up before this COVID stuff, was that market pretty steadily growing? Yeah. Well, actually, all the peppers that we grow, they get shipped 
mostly to the United States. I know there's a little that go to Quebec, but most of them go to around Indiana, then on the East Coast too, I believe. So, yeah, that's where they all go. Okay, well, 10 years, I think you were ahead of the game there because even now down here in Scandinavian country in Minnesota, I noticed the ranch dressing my wife buys has jalapeno in it. So I think you were ahead of the game there. (laughs) Lately, jalapeno has been all the craze. Very good. What what is the? Uh, I don't even like jalapeno peppers that much. <laughs> the only time I'll eat them is during harvest because you see them all the time and you kind of get a craving for them. But yeah, I, I I'm hoping I haven't missed the uh, Twitter video where you uh, eat some raw jalapenos in the cab. Have I missed that or, or not? <laughs> no, I I don't think I've ever done one of those. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hey, what's the uh, the virus stuff? Has that done anything to the cucumber and uh, jalapeno market? Yeah, well, all our, all our vegetables are hand-picked. So what we do, we get um, all our work comes up, the workers come up from Mexico because where we farm, we're in a pretty diverse area where there's a lot of specialty crops like asparagus and cucumbers and there's watermelons and everything. Basically everything you can eat is grown in down here in Ontario, where okay. in my county, okay. and uh, so, anyways, yeah, we we basically cut our cucumber acres by a third, mm. and then we cut our pepper acres in half, just because we're not sure if we're going to get the people to pick them. So, right. well, like the cucumbers isn't a huge deal because it doesn't cost that much to grow them, but the peppers, they're a pretty big investment up front there. Okay. So, okay. So yeah, so we well, cut. Our acres and half just to be safe. Well, we're hoping with restaurants uh, starting to open again here, maybe things will get uh, moving again, hopefully. but uh, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so because well, I'm also in that desperate need of a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to look like John Mellencamp back in the days. John Mellencamp. I don't know if that's a bad thing or Excellent. a good thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we all could... Uh, I was fortunate about the first, about March 5th, I went in and got my regular haircut. And for some reason, maybe it was intuition, I told the gal, why don't you take the uh, razor down one notch this month? And, uh, yeah, it's probably a good idea. But uh, I'm getting funny looks from my wife now, so I'm with you. we we got to get this stuff opened up here. But I know. My mom actually cut my dad's hair the other day. So oh, How did it go? Well... Front looks okay. The back, uh, I think she took it a little, up a little too high, but oh well. Can't just, go anywhere anyway, so no one sees us, and it's a busy time of year, so. Just, <laughs> just pull the seed cap down a little lower, and you'll be okay, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, now, Andy, we got to talk about this whole hashtag Andy clean phenomenon, because uh, your tweets over the years, I've sure enjoyed following them, and it, it, start, it comes from your passion about you know keeping your equipment line clean i've i've run across a lot of folks that care about their equipment over the years but i don't think i've seen anyone that uh puts more focus on cleaning the equipment why don't you uh tell us where that comes from andy yeah i don't i i think i've kind of always been like that i think mainly where it stems from i think my mom it's a it must be in my dna because my mom and my grandma okay they're kind of like that where they have to have things you know, in a particular way. But then also, when I was younger, I remember going to the dealership with my dad whenever he needs parts or anything like that. Yeah. And they always had the brochures of tractors and implements and everything, and we used to stock up on those. And when he flipped through the pages of those things, everything was totally clean, right? right? Not a speck of dirt on it. They're out there working in the field. And 
that kind of, I don't know, that kind of just set me, set me in my ways where it's pretty unrealistic to try and keep stuff that clean. But yeah, like during the season when I'm working, you know, the stuff isn't handy clean. But you know, the winter time when we have some time, that's when I like to polish it all up and get it looking good. Well, yeah. your tweets have really uh, struck a chord. I, I enjoyed one from earlier this month in May, Andy. I think you were just going to set out planning. And, you, and, of course, you have one of the most beautiful John Deere 81. Is it 8120, I think? Yeah, an 8120. It's got, oh, what's it got now, 7,200 hours. Okay. Looks, <laughs> looks like it's got about 300 hours on it. Um, yeah. But you were going out planning. Was it a 1775 planner behind it? Yeah, that's our corn planter. Okay. Yep. And you hopped off. You just you needed one picture before it got dirty, right? Yeah, I had. I was waiting for my dad to show up with the seat. I was like, well, I better better snap a quick picture of it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think people on Twitter might be getting sick of seeing all this stuff. Uh, but uh, you know what? I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think so, Andy. Uh, it. You know, again, I've 30 years. I've been tracking uh, auctions and use values, and you know if. There's a, you know, might be an OCD factor to it or whatever, but I mean, in terms of retaining value, I mean, what I can tell you is, uh, and I actually have brought you up when I've done talks around the country, you know, how to maintain value, you know, not only keeping your equipment clean, but documenting how you do it, which you've you've kind of, uh, you know, you chuckle about it, but um, it means something to you. And again, I think people really enjoy uh, you showing you know your beautiful equipment there. Now, what besides the eighty one twenty? Am I remembering? Do you have a forty nine sixty, or is that the one you want? No, that's the one. That's the tractor I log for. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've never had. I've got a one sixteenth precision uh, diecast. Okay. One, but uh, nice. other than that, that's the only one I have. But yeah, there's. I, I remember when those came out when I was a kid and I was like, man, those are cool. You know, yeah, right. they kind of cost the magnum with the exhaust to the side of the cap, but right. I didn't even care. Cause, you know, it just looked so cool. Now, do you have so, a magnum too? Am I remembering right? Yeah, we have a 7110, uh, 92. Yeah. And, uh, okay. I think my, well, my dad bought it used and, uh, yeah, me and my uncle painted that thing up cause, you know, the cases, they tend to fade a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And uh, we ended up painting it up. I think that was probably, oh, man, would it be 10 years now? I don't think 10 years ago, maybe five. Okay. Maybe five or six. But, uh, yeah, we painted her up. and it's beautiful. Yeah, looks like brand new again. So Beautiful. See, yeah. you're, you're, you're wise there, Andy. You're appealing to both the green and the red loyal audiences out there with your, with your hashtag Andy Clean pictures and videos. So that's... That's well, yeah, you got to cater to everyone, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, like I like all brands of tractors. John Deere's are right. probably my favorite. Now, speaking but, uh, of... See, my dad my brother, well, they're kind of case guys, oh. I think. Oh, so what... And, uh, what yeah, happened? so we butt, we butt heads a little bit. I know uh, this winter we bought a, a 275 Steiger. Okay. And, uh, yeah... We weren't really on talking terms for a few weeks there. <laughs> I, I got outnumbered, right? But two to one. But no, right? it's a good tractor. So yeah. So yeah, and they like it. And my dad's sixty nine. Well, he's going to be sixty nine in the okay in the summer here, and uh, it's like, oh, I've always wanted a Steiger. I was like, well, 
you know, don't let it slide this time. Even though he never drives them, right? Yeah. Or yeah. the manager on the on the farm, but but yeah, it made him happy. So what the heck? So Andy, <laughs> no, your dad. What's your dad's name? His name is Arpad. Ar- actually, he's Hungarian, oh. and it's funny because all my uncles, like my my uh, grandparents, came over from Hungary okay. during the Second World War, and uh, they started to farm here. Okay. And, uh, okay. All my uncles, like I got my uncle Bill, my uncle Rick, my uncle Rob. My dad's the oldest, and he got named Arpad. So wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Which apparently was a king, he's so, named after a king that was in Hungary way back when so, or so. So we got so, yeah. Bill. Rick and Arpad. Yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's good to know. Now, his is middle your... name's Jordan. <laughs> gotcha. Well, is what does your dad think about your Twitter uh, following, Andy? Just curious. Is he on Twitter? No, no. My dad isn't the most. He's got a smartphone, but he'd probably be better off with a flip phone still. <laughs> that type of guy. But uh, no, he says he's, he needs to get on Twitter, but. Anybody knows my dad, it's probably a good thing that he's not on Twitter. Well, my, uh, my <laughs> he's pretty vocal, though, his opinions and stuff. So. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, oh, he thinks it's pretty cool, you know. So. That's awesome. Yeah, like well, I told him, I was like, yeah, doing a podcast today, so don't bother me at 1 o'clock. So he goes, who are you doing a podcast with? I go, Machinery Pete, because they've got a smart TV now, and lately that's all he's been watching is, Millennial Farmer and Machinery Pete episode. Hey, so, so yeah, he thinks it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, tell Dad thank you for watching. That's awesome. I will. Um, <laughs> now, I'm just curious, Andy, because you've developed such a following for your, you know, the, the cleanness of your equipment. Have you, the last couple of years since you've been doing this on Twitter, have you guys traded anything or sold any of your equipment? No, not really. No, we haven't. We we're currently trying to sell our 2366 combine. Okay. And uh, we got it on consignment up at, at a Case IH dealership just up the road from us. Okay. Now, and, uh, my question to you is in the description, is the hashtag Andy Clean in there? Because if it's not, man, you got to put that I in know, there, buddy. I'm pretty sure it should be in there. I'll have to talk to Henry because he's the, he's the salesman who's trying to sell it. And, uh yeah. Well, I don't you, know. If, I don't think put the Andy Queen thing in there, so I better talk to oh, him. Get that thing sold. See, this is this is what I in my farm talks. What I've been telling people, Andy, is all. And again, you know, you you kind of do it with a smile. You you put out and share your pictures and videos, but I'm talking real dollars here. The the care you give your stuff, it makes it worth more. So, however many hours are on your eighty one twenty, not that you'd ever want to sell it, but if you did, there's only one. That was owned by hashtag AndyClean. That's you, buddy. That, yeah, that's worth right. more money. And, uh, well, you just look at the price of new equipment, you yeah. know. Yeah. And that's driving used equipment too. So. Well, you, you send know, me you a picture. Send me a picture of your twenty three sixty six. We'll spread the word that, that you got it for sale up there, and uh, we'll do it. Now, on the topic, back to John Deere. Switching colors to green here. Back, was it last fall, you actually got kind of a fun surprise package from the good folks at Deer, didn't you? Yeah, well, it was in the summertime. Summer, okay. And, uh, yeah, they just, we were talking on Twitter, and uh, I went out a couple of years ago to Iowa, and we a family vacation. Yeah. <laughs> the 
border guards laughed at me when they asked me where I was going. They said, why are you going to Iowa? I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> we went to the John Deere Tractor Museum, and anyways, I had some pictures there, and I, we were talking, I'm talking, there's a couple of people talking to John Deere, and then I said, yeah, all your stuff's pretty handy cleaning out there, and they they thought that was pretty cool, and then <laughs> next thing I know, they reached out to me, and sent me a bunch of cleaning products, and yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. A whole box full of stuff, so it was pretty cool. And there were stickers, correct? Yeah, actually, that was after the fact. I got the, I call them decals. Decals, right, right, right. <laughs> My bad for calling and, them stickers. Uh, Andy Queen decals. And uh, that was in, oh, that was right around November or something like that. I got this, they didn't, they didn't even tell me they were sending me this. And uh, I got this email on my phone from DHL, the delivery service, mm-hmm. wanted to confirm my address, and I looked at it, I was like, is this some kind of scam or something? So anyways, then I just, I, I, I said, okay, yeah, that's my address, and then a couple of days later, I got a box, about, oh, I think there's close to a thousand of them in there, of those decals, so I've been trying to get them out as much as I can, but yeah. Are your buddies, yeah. uh, are they clamoring to get one of your decals? They should be. What's that? I say your buddies clamoring to get one of those Andy Clean decals. They should be. Well, well, they try to, but yeah. <laughs> you're, you're hoarding them. <laughs> you, well, just, you just have high standards. It's got to be. I've said, oh, man, it cost me a lot of money. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> I keep a stack of them in an envelope in my truck. So whenever I go somewhere, you know, I try to get some out. Well, again, your the pictures of your equipment from your farm and your shop there are just incredible. I've enjoyed them, Andy. I got to ask you too now on Twitter. This was quite a while back. You were there was a whole series of uh, posts that you had. You would start off by saying "Dearest Mother." Oh yeah, kind of like an old letter. war letter. <laughs> I love those. What what gave you the idea to do that? Well, um. Andrew Luck, who's the quarterback of uh, the Colts, yeah, he had there was a parody count of him, and he'd write letters from home about, and you know, <laughs> they were just hilarious. And I was like, you know, that's kind of fun if I kind of put a farm harvest twist on it. Oh, uh, those were and, so uh, All day when you're sitting in the combine, like it, it takes me quite a while to think of something like that. So, <laughs> dearest mother, oh, yeah. those are beautiful. Yeah, those, you Have you, over the years now, with your Twitter feed, Andy, gosh, I, you must have got connected with folks all around the world, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, when I went out to Iowa there on our family vacation, we stopped at a few guys' places that I know from Twitter, which was, oh, that was so cool. You know, you, you go out there and you just know them from Twitter, but it feels like you've known them your whole life right. pretty much, right? Right. And, uh... That's even like you, like, this is my first time talking to you. And, yeah. You know, I feel like I know you, you know, so. Mm-hmm. It's a- but anyways, yeah, yeah, like, we've had guys up to, we run a seed dealership, a Pioneer seed dealership. Okay. And uh, we've had some guys, we had Chad Colby up, come speak. We had a nice. guy named Tommy Grisapi, who's a trader from uh, Chicago. He came up and spoke at a meeting. And, yeah, just, well, just the networking you can do from Twitter is, Right. Amazing. Well, yeah. I, I told you that uh, once the COVID thing uh, <clears throat> gets settled down a little bit and there's actual physical auctions again, we are going to find 
a nice auction up in Ontario to come film for our machinery peat show. And we're going to come and bug you then and get some more uh, video on Andy Clean. That'd be okay? Hey, right, that'd be great. Just give me, give me a good few weeks in advance so I can get everything tried up. <laughs> a few weeks? Man. Now, yeah, normally the end of March is perfect timing. <laughs> okay. Well, Andy, now in terms of cleaning your equipment, uh, again, because we see the finished results, it just looks unbelievable. Can you describe your process a little bit? It's, it's basically really not anything special. It's nothing rocket science about it or anything like that. Like the soap I use, I just buy a big bucket, a big uh, five gallon jug of uh, uh, just Napa car wash soap, wash mm-hmm. wax stuff. Okay. And then I'll, I'll run it through my power washer too, and then I'll brush it brush it on and then wash it off but yeah I just it's nothing crazy and you know like if something needs a coat of wax we'll throw a coat of wax on it or something yep. like that like, okay. yeah and it's you know it just it takes time I like right. doing it because well the main reason I started it is because when I first came back to the farm I needed something to do in the winter time and I was like well I don't really want to go out and get another job and <laughs> I'm not the world's greatest mechanic, so I was like, well, I guess we'll just start washing the equipment up and, you know, yep. get it looking up. But we don't have anything new on our farm, so I was like, I don't care if I'm running old equipment, but it's got to look good. So well, yeah, that's where the painting came, and we redid a 656 a few years back, me and my uncle, and we did our Magnum. Nice. And then I, I uh, gave our 4430 a little TLC. What I actually ended up doing is I was changing the oil on it, and then after I service the tractor, I like to wash them because then you know then they're good to go. But I ended up I got this 3M rubbing compound, and you know the tractor was faded; it's, it's older, mm-hmm. it's got like nine hours. So, anyways, I put some on the hood, and that hood came out perfect. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, what have I done here? Because then I actually I ended up painting the whole frame of the tractor, the rims around the cab and everything, just to match the hood because that hood came out so good. Mm. So, so yeah, Very <laughs> that cool. was right before we were going to start using it. I was like, holy moly, I better get on this. <laughs> but yeah, it came out so good. I had to paint the rest of the tractor, and yeah, but yeah, the process is just you got it. Like I know there's products out there that say you can just spray it with this, mm-hmm. rinse it off, and away you go. I personally never tried it, so I can't say anything about it, but I, I like to, you know, get the sponge out and the brush and, well, you know, take my time. Your method and if you really want to make them look clean, you got to get the tires super clean. Right. That, yeah, that's yeah. my secret. Again, <laughs> folks, go to Twitter, just type in hashtag Andy Clean up in the search, and then scroll through, and you will see pictures and i love how now people around north america and beyond even they start uh sending you hey hashtag andy clean do i qualify and they're <laughs> oh yeah i know <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool yeah. you know I, I take it as a huge compliment you know yeah. and i'm sure i know there's guys out there who probably do it way better than i do but they just well, don't publicize like i do you you yeah. you ontario it, guys are modest i i will tell you that you do an awesome job so keep keep <laughs> rocking buddy now i gotta shift the conversation andy because uh you and i have something in common here now, now i'm 54 how old are you andy are you i'm 38 oh well this is but i feel like i'm 54 <laughs> 
well, this is cool then. So I, I, I didn't know the age difference here. But my all-time favorite movie, I don't know if it's your all-time favorite, but I know it's high on your list, Field of Dreams, right? Yeah, there's only a few movies out there that I can watch over and over. And Field of Dreams is pretty much number one. Right. So um, you've actually made two trips down to Dyersville, Iowa, to the field itself, haven't you? I have. Yeah, the first time I went was just me and my wife. We went, I think it was the second year after we got married. And uh, I was like, we should go to Iowa and just go to, well, we'll first stop at the John Deere Pavilion. Yep. Check that out. And then, you know, we can go up to the Field of Dreams. That would be pretty cool. And then right by the Field of Dreams, like five minutes, is Dyersville. And yep. they got the Farm Toy Museum. Yep. So there's that. So... So yeah, we ended up doing that. Yeah, the Field of Dreams, that's just so cool. Just to go there, you know, you can't explain it until you actually go there. Right. You know, just see how cool it is, you know. It's a baseball field, like, in a cornfield, but I don't know, something special about it. Pretty neat. I agree. So, now I've got... Yeah, then a couple years ago, yeah, we did the same thing with the kids. We said, well, let's take the kids out there, you know, even though they're young. How old are the kids? Um, my oldest is eight and my youngest is five, two daughters. So, so they, they both have watched the movie and appreciate it and enjoy it? Oh, yeah, it's their favorite movie. <laughs> Next to Frozen. <laughs> no. <laughs> Frozen? Yeah. Frozen and Field of Dreams. You don't yeah. try to hit those high notes on the Frozen, the, uh, what is that song, the famous song with the, I can't remember the name oh. of it, but our let daughters, it How it goes. Let, no. it, let it go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think that's what it is. I should know. I, I've seen it a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andy, so I've got a little Field of Dreams quiz for you. We're going to test your knowledge a little bit here. Uh, <sighs> now, first, because I'm like you, anytime I see it on TV, I'll drop in and watch it and never get tired of it. So the famous scene, Dyersville, Iowa there, where the Kevin Costner character is plowing up his corn. He's on a John Deere tractor. <laughs> this one really stumps a lot of people because it's not—it's not one of the more most common models. But do you remember what it was? Is it a forty series? It is. Yes. Was it a, a twenty-four forty? Oh, you're close. Right next is door. Is there such a thing as a tw- or is it a twenty-six forty? It's a twenty-six forty. Yes. Yeah. It's there. Nice. We go. So did you see that uh, that YouTube video I posted a couple years ago with the guy who owns that? Yes. Yeah, I did. That's pretty cool. Donnie Lansing. So next time you watch the movie, that finishing scene when the folks drive up at the end and it's nighttime? Yeah. The guy in the first car, that's Donnie Lansing. He's the guy that owns that 2640. That Buick, that's Donnie in the Buick. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Couple other questions here, so we'll give you credit. You got the forty series; that was good. So, okay. So uh, now they had a daughter uh, in the movie. Do you remember the daughter's name in the movie? Oh man! <laughs> I know that. Uh, it starts with the letter K. K. Oh man! I'm putting you on the spot here, buddy. <laughs> No. You're not going to get an Andy Clean sticker on this quiz, buddy. I'll tell you that. Oh, man, this is horrible. <laughs> I feel embarrassed. No, no, it's good. Her name was Karen, little Karen. Karen. 
That's Karen. right. Okay. And Karen's older now. Well, she is. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. I think you tweeted something about how old she is or something like that. I, well, you? see, that's that's why I'm interested. So this movie came out in 1989. So, geez, what were you then? Like seven or eight or something? Yeah, I was. Uh, well, I was born in '82. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, 89 is a big year for me. I got married that year. I started our machinery repeat business, and Field of Dreams came out. So there you go. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. But yeah, that movie's classic. Do you remember the name of the the doctor, the, his nickname? Yeah, he was Sphinx. Oh, man. <laughs> you should have you sent me some stuff before we no, started. No, hey. You could have asked me. God. This, this is podcast. Um, Oh, if it's uh, not he's from Minnesota, I know that. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh. So if it's not sunlight, then it's it's moonlight. Moonlight Graham. Moonlight Graham. Right. Yep. So interesting little piece history on moonlight because I, you know, I didn't know all these facts, Andy. I, I was on Wikipedia before I called you, and I did oh, not well, know this. <laughs> but You're making me look bad here. Archie Graham, Moonlight Graham. It's from Chisholm, Minnesota. He's actually buried where I live in Rochester. Are you kidding me? No, I, and I have no idea why, but I'm going to have to go find uh, his tombstone just to get a little, uh, complete the story here. But, yeah, that uh, movie in the John Your Tractor, that was, uh, that's pretty good stuff. Yeah. I love that. And I think too. the reason, the main reason I like that movie so much is because it's farming, too. Right. And, well, a little bit of farming, but, right. you know. It, when they, when uh, at the end there where he asks, is this heaven? You know, right. you swear you're in heaven when you're there. It's just it's it is, so cool. It is a mystical feeling standing there, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Something else. Very cool. Yeah. Now, I, I wonder, though, if they would, uh, back in 1989, if if you told them you were a farmer but you grow jalapenos, I wonder what they would have said. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Your futures. <laughs> uh, well, even Now, I should say, your area of Ontario, I mean, we, down here in the States, we think, oh, gosh, you're way, you're great white north, but, I mean, you're right, you're not far from Detroit, are you? Yeah, I'm probably south of you. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm serious. Uh-huh. Yeah, where we are, if you drew a line straight west, we'd probably be, like, somewhere northern Iowa, I'm thinking, okay, maybe central yeah. Iowa, yeah. you know, so, okay. so, yeah, we're not that far, yeah, we're only two hours east of Detroit, so, gotcha. and then, Lake uh, Ohio is like, I don't know, 50 kilometers across the lake. So all my stations, all my radio stations are American radio stations. We pick up all their signals and everything. So Nice. So yeah, it's like, you know. Well, that'll be handy. Like we talked about the other day, just messaging on Twitter, Andy, the next uh, Classic Green Reunion summer of 2021 is going to be in Columbus, Ohio for the John Deere collectors. Do you think you might make your way down for that? Yeah, I'm going to talk my wife into taking a family vacation down there. and I think Columbus has a good zoo, too, or something like that. So that'll give them something to do. Well, maybe I just go over to the green, to the to the show and watch and check out all those tractors. But, there you go. Yeah. Well, I have, I to, s- have to say, Andy, your wife, uh, you, I'm sure you know this, but 
it sounds like you have a winner there if she's willing to go to Field of Dreams and John Deere Pavilion and Classic Green uh, Reunion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got pretty lucky. You know, she just likes to go out and stay in hotels and stuff like that. So <laughs> it worked out pretty good where most people go to Florida or something, you know. For there you go. Well, Andy. We're heading to Iowa. <laughs> heading to Iowa. Yeah, so, yeah, it worked out perfect. Well, you get through Rochester, Minnesota, you have to swing out of your way, and we'll uh, we got a lot more stories to share. But uh, now, on social media, Andy, are you are you just on Twitter? Do you do Instagram and, and Facebook too? Or no, you... Twitter pretty much takes up all my time. Okay. So yeah, I'm just on Twitter. I was gonna go on Facebook. I made a Facebook account, but then I deleted it. I said I'm not going on here. And yeah, I'm just I'm just on Twitter. Strictly so. Twitter. Well, Andy, Twitter. I, I limit, you know, because it does take up quite a bit of time sometimes. Right. And, uh, sometimes I'm on there a little more than I should be, and you know, well, so the yeah, other thing you're one. the other thing you're doing is, you know, the whole advocate thing. I mean, you're just you're you're inviting wow. people in, showing them how you farm, which is, I mean, that's a very powerful thing. Uh, again, you. You must have got a lot of positive feedback on that aspect over the years from people who aren't farmers, I would think. Yeah, well, yeah, somewhat. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't consider myself an advocate or anything like that. I just, my main goal was when I started Twitter, and then, like, I don't even know if Americans knew that Canadians, you know, we farmed that much up here. Yeah. But I just want to show, like, things aren't really any different up here than what you guys are doing, and. You know, to people who, you know, think, oh, look at these farmers, like, who aren't involved in the ag industry, yep. who are on Twitter, and they're like, you know, farmers are just like that, except we yep. just have a different occupation. You yep. know, we pretty much listen to the same music and, you know, watch the same shows and stuff like that. So right. We're not really any different, and yeah, that's just kind of what I wanted to get across. Well, I've been a big fan of your Twitter feed for, for years, Andy. This has been so much fun to visit. Uh, thank you for doing what you're doing out there. And again, folks, go to Twitter, type in hashtag Andy Clean, and follow my friend Andy Pastor because he will bring a smile to your face. And uh, Andy, you keep us posted on what's yanking up there, okay? Oh, definitely. For sure, Greg. All right. Thanks a lot, Andy. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, there you go, folks. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with uh, hashtag Andy Clean, Andy Pastor from Ontario. I really appreciate uh, him taking time to visit with me. I feel bad for putting Andy on the spot with my quiz about the Field of Dreams. I think uh, I think he had just had a little deer in the headlights there. I know Andy knows the movie frontwards and backwards. We've we've had a lot of fun sending pictures and notes about it over the year. In fact, after the day after we did the interview. Andy on Twitter uh, just posted uh, a clip from the cab, and he had the soundtrack from Field of Dreams movie rocking, and it's a beautiful soundtrack. James Horner was the composer of all that music. Uh, beautiful stuff. Check it out sometime. But again, thanks to Andy, and again, thank you for sharing your time on our Machine Repeat podcast. Um, tell your friends about it. And uh, again, I... I hate to prompt uh, listeners to do something, but uh, you know the drill here with these podcasts to help other people find them. If you uh, click and subscribe and like and leave a comment in the in the uh, podcast algorithm, that does help other folks with um, egg interests find the podcast and beyond. So again, thanks for sharing your time. And again, if you're looking for a deal on used farm equipment, 
Don't forget to check out the uh, our Machine Repeat Spring Price Slasher Sale running through the end of the month, Sunday, May 31st. Go to machinerepeat.com slash sale. So until next time, folks, I guess we will uh, see you out there at the sale. And just remember now, every day is a gift and a blessing. Mm-hmm.